Hey y'all, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to an interview with the one and only Torchface. As you guys are gonna be able to tell, this is not in a normal interview location and it's our very first interview in an actual tattoo shop. So that's pretty fucking lit. Um, be sure to subscribe below, follow us wherever you get your podcasts, hit us on Instagram at callclassicofficial, and be sure to check out our website at callclassicofficial.com. We do shows, we got merch, we do cool shit like interview Torchface, all that shit. Be sure to follow me at Bobby D on the beat. And again, thank you all for tuning in. Here's the interview. Mic check, mic check. This cult classic interview number. Goddamn. Bro, I do this every interview. I forget what fucking number we're on. I start out every interview on number, I think this is, I think this is 14. I think this is 14. We'll go with 14. We'll go with 14. If, if I'm wrong, I apologize. I'll get it right next time. But I'm here with the one and only Torchface, a tattoo artist, a musician, up and comer. Um, so first question I have for you, bro, I really wanted to know. What came first, the tattoo or the name? <laughs> uh, definitely the definitely the tattoo. I'm gonna uh, have to get you closer to the mic, bro. Is that good? Um, let me turn you up a little bit. Check, check, check. Yeah, it's better. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, definitely the tattoo came first. Uh, basically, like it wasn't my first face tattoo or whatever, mm-hmm. but I got the torch. It was like the biggest one, and then everyone I worked with just kind of like. We all listen to Wu Tang. Wu Tang's like the big, you know, thing that we all had in common. <clears throat> and uh, they were like, "Oh, Torchface, Torchface Killer, or whatever." <laughs> and then it just kind of like it's stuck. Kinda stuck. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, and then, uh, but like, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to be Torchface Killer, so I made it into too an long. acronym. Like, so I, I went by TFK for a while, or whatever. Like when I started rapping again and shit. But then I was like. Uh, TFK is like this was around the time that MGK was popping off, I and see, I was like, and eh, like I'll just do the whole torch face thing, yeah. or whatever. And then yeah, so that's how torch face came about. And shit, now and now it's history. How many tattoos you got in total? Oh shit, um, you I stopped. You covered, bro. Uh, for the most part, I still got like my stomach and ribs and shit uh, free. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna put there yet, but I don't know. I stopped counting after like seventy something. Mm-hmm. Uh, individual pieces but stuff kind of just like blurs into one so how do you okay because how do you break this up because a lot of people when i when i people ask me how many tattoos i, I say i have seven and they're like no nah, bro you got like 15 i'm like no nah, like these aren't eight individual tattoos this yeah like one yeah. piece bro yeah and then this and the piano and headphones are one piece like that's a separate piece guitar is a separate piece dice is a separate piece but people like the way they count the tattoos, man, it's kind of weird. Yeah, kind of weird. Well, yeah, because like people who have like the, uh, like I call them like sticker tattoos or whatever that you know, like stamp tattoos. That's just kind of like, oh, I have this little one here. I have this little one. So they it's like a bunch they of individual. Yeah, they can count them instead um, of just pieces that flow. Yeah, I just kind of count mine based off of like the session because sometimes I can get like, you know, when I got my knuckles done, my lower knuckles done. It's a bunch of symbols, but I don't count it as three, four, eight, like you said. Yeah, I'm, like. I just kind of base it off the session. So, like, I don't know. I've had anywhere between 70 to 100 sessions. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got me beat. I'm going to be catching up soon, though. You're going to see, like, the interview by the end of the year. I'm 
<laughs> all done up. Hell like yeah. A whole new man. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, um, early life. You grew up you grew up in North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Um Charlotte native. Charlotte native. So you kinda were here before before the storm. Yeah. Cause now Charlotte's goddamn Charlotte's popping off right now. Yeah. I'm proud of this fucking city. Yeah. Um Born and raised in Charlotte. Uh when did you really start to get into music? Uh shit. Uh when I was a super young. Um I started off playing drums when I was probably about nine or ten. Uh wasn't very good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh then you about still drum today or are you just kinda Um, I, I can fuck around on it. I can keep yeah. a beat. Uh, or whatever, but I'm not like phenomenal by any means. I see. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but then in like fifth grade, I started playing guitar. Uh, had a like a neighbor or whatever that played guitar. I was playing like Jimi Hendrix and you know like the classics and shit like yeah. that. And I was just like flabbergasted because that's what I grew up on and stuff. So my uncle, um, uncle played bass. Uh, other uncle played guitar. So it was, I was just kind of brought up in it. And then you know fast forward after playing instruments i started playing bass too because it was easier for me uh less strings <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and then um i've played in just about every type of band there is as well um different types of genres from like an acoustic project i played bass for fucking guitar for uh like beat down hardcore bands uh deathcore bands death metal bands you name it i've pretty much done it all and then I did the rapping thing, like, kind of in between that, too. Mm. So it's just growing up my whole life with it. That's, so it all just kind of melted. <clears throat> Everything just kind of slowly came together. Yeah. So you were really, um, so you you were really, you were doing the hardcore thing and the rap thing kind of simultaneously. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, like, like that's when rap was kind of just more of, like, a side thing. Like, yeah. I just did it for fun. Um, my uh still my engineer to the to this day like i still record myself or whatever but like we work together like sometimes i'll need him to mix something or mass something master something for me for the most part i do it all myself but uh but he still does it for me to this day but when he first started he was like the first person that i ever went into like a an actual studio yeah his closet and you know a nice <laughs> mic and interface the studio yeah yeah <laughs> but it was the first time i actually re- recorded recorded because uh my first raps i ever did back in 2009 <clears throat> i just had like a fucking rock band mic from for like xbox <laughs> or playstation or whatever and uh it was just a usb mic and we'd plug it in and uh record with that I didn't like. I had Fruity Loops, but I had no fucking clue what I was doing uh, with it. I would literally just like loop the playlist. I didn't even know how to put it on like a fucking oh yeah like, like in a track or whatever. No, I, I feel so you. I would literally just like loop it issue. and mute shit and, and and like. But I also didn't know how to export, so I would <laughs> hold the microphone up to the fucking like computer speakers and record the beat that way, and then just like mute stuff as it went. I guess like kind of like mixing yeah. or whatever and then uh just like play it back and then just rap on top of that and it was like the shittiest demos on the planet <laughs> it's always <laughs> interesting how people get started because like i got i remember when i got started making beats it's just i had the shitty ass like a hundred dollar computer i got from fucking like best <laughs> buy on sale it's like the shittiest computer this thing is still kicking today my roommate has it and uses Holy it shit. and the thing is still fucking kicking bruh this shit, shit, I shit you not. This is almost ten years ago, <laughs> no and I shit. just had the little fucking monitors, and I was playing. I remember playing the piano keys on the fucking keyboard. <laughs> it's crazy how people get started, and then where they go from there. You yeah. know what I mean? But it, that's all it takes is like 
just you had to you had to do that to get to where you're at now. You exactly, know what I mean? Exactly. It's the humble beginnings. So like, I mean, I guess that's advice for anybody who really wants to get into music. Like, bro, like just fucking do it. Yeah. Any yeah, any like, way you just, can yeah. get do it. Get the especially practice. with how much access you have to like any type of shit now. Like, if you could have. Fifty dollars and have yeah. a fucking recording studio, and you exactly you can go <laughs> to Best gonna, Buy. It's not going to sound fucking, fucking snowball radio mic. quality. It's not going to sound fucking. But it's phenomenal. a start. But yeah, you're you look at someone like people like X and P, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Two of the biggest of this generation. We're rapping on snow like snowball mic, bro. The first off future tape that I fucking listened to like religiously. I forget what was on there. Um, Orange juice was on there. Mm-hmm. There are a few other. Other I'm terrible song with song names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, Orange so Juice was the odd. It's hard to keep yeah. up with like the song names. Orange Juice was the odd future version of Gucci Mane's Lemonade. Mm-hmm. They just rapped over that beat. But the first first odd future tape that really blew them up was recorded on a laptop mic. It's crazy. So crazy. Earl Sweatshirt's first mixtape was recorded on like a little like he said like a little snowball laptop <laughs> mic. Like, yeah, we, we used to even record with our uh, iPhones. Yeah, just iPhone headphones. Pull up GarageBand go to town yeah like sit in a car any <laughs> any way you can get it done bro like Facts. people people just make so much excuses but bro it's literally like i've seen bro i've seen guitarists and i was blown out of my mind when i seen a guitarist pull up somewhere um i, for, I think i was i forget whose studio i was in the dude plugs like his guitar into his fucking phone <laughs> and got the recordings that yeah. way i'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah like ipads and stuff like it's I, crazy I, I just invested in an ipad pro last year and there's just so much crazy stuff you can do with it there's like um i don't know if you're really into making beats and shit like that but there's a lot of like vsts and a lot of like virtual instruments and a yeah. lot of um npcs that actually have apps now like there's yeah. uh, there's roly is a brand <clears throat> that i love and they make uh these things called seaboards like it's a, it's a dope little black keyboard it's like thin as this phone and like, wow! I just said phone like I'm fucking from the south. I'm from <laughs> God damn that southern accent's about to hit. But for, um, Slim is this phone right here, and like every every part of the keyboard literally makes a sound. Mm-hmm. Like you can rub the sides and it'll like change the pitch. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, crazy, but it has. But you can it connects to your iPhone, mm-hmm. and you can export the loops from your iPhone. That's right into like Fruity Loops or something. Yeah, like like it's all just connected. Like you can literally, like I said, just get whatever and you can fucking create yeah like it's that's why i don't get what the excuses that people have like bro you can literally create anything yeah like just fucking get to it well actually one of my uh or an artist that i'm really into now his name's aries uh he he self-produces uh he started off as like a youtuber just doing like like oh like if xxx tentacion sad sounded like a happy song he would just like remix stuff or whatever. I see, I see. Uh, just move it to a different key. Yeah, like, yeah, like he just started building his YouTube channel like that and then he started putting out his solo music and it was phenomenal. Um, and, uh, but he did an episode like that where he like <clears throat> just took an iPhone and was messing around with the GarageBand native plugins and made a beat. <laughs> and like, it wasn't phenomenal, but the fact that he just sat there on his cell phone and just made a beat and even like recorded his voice and like created a melody and shit. It was nuts. Nuts, bro. <coughs> right all on the fucking iPhone. Yeah. That shit yeah. is so crazy. That but shit his, is... his his solo music is phenomenal. If you haven't yeah, heard you have him, to, you, you have to out. get me hit. It says Aries. Aries, yeah. Aries. So yeah. anybody listening to this right now, Torchface but put you on. <laughs> um so you said you were playing drums around nine years old. You said your neighbor was playing Jimi Hendrix a lot. 
What was kind of like your early, as far as artist-wise, like what were you listening to around that time? Were you really like heavy into music or was it just like whatever your parents yeah, were playing, yeah, whatever was, you were hearing? I was all over the place. So this was probably like early 2000s. Um, back when I was a kid, I, early, like my first ever CD that I ever had, I would say was uh, uh, Blind Melon. Uh, I can't remember the name of the album, but it's the one with the B on the cover. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also had like Bare Naked Ladies. So I was like into like the alternative. You into rock. more a lot more alternative. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was into that. I was really into uh, fucking uh, Lincoln Park. Yeah, uh, that's so that my was biggest like my, influence right there. <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking rest in peace, Chester. Yeah, bro. I cried. I cried so much when he yeah, died. Yeah, that was, that was a bad lie. day. I cried. I called out of work, bro. I was crying. Yeah. Listen, like, bro, it, was, <laughs> it was it was bad. Fucking yeah, like that was like my whole uh, hybrid theory was yeah, like the, the first epitome album of my childhood. I ever bought was Hybrid Theory. <laughs> That's and a that good was, one. that was the album that first ever. I remember my mom bought me Hybrid Theory the year it came out, and nonstop would play it. And I knew, I knew I wanted a career in music after I heard that album. Hell yeah, so, dude! I, I would do the same shit. I remember like blasting that album that that CD in a boombox back when yep. <laughs> boomboxes yep. was a thing, <laughs> and uh, fucking like. I would just have like every song playing while I was taking a shower and like, like the shower coming down. I just pictured it being like on a music video set of like rain coming down. And I was just like lip syncing the words, just getting all into it. I was like, I used the same shit, bro. You get uh, so into it. Matter of fact too, Chester having flames tattooed Mm -hmm. on his wrist. That's got me into tattoos. That is crazy story. All right. I was in middle school. Chester Bennington was on the cover of Inc. Magazine. I would walk home from school. I walked over to this little store called Newberry Comics. You guys don't have Newberry Comics down here. It's unfortunate as fuck. The greatest store in the world. If you ever go up north, bro, like Boston, mm-hmm. go to Newberry Comics. I was just in, I was just Trust in Boston uh, last summer. Next time you go, check out Newberry. The one in Boston is four floors. Like four stories. Holy shit. They're like pop What's culture. Again? Newberry Comics, a pop culture store. Okay. Um, it's not. They used to sell just comic books, but it's like everything now. Hell yeah. Um. But I remember walking over to Newberry Comics to pick up that cover of Ink Magazine. And because I knew I wanted tattoos. I was in middle school. I knew I wanted tattoos, right? I knew I wanted, I wanted them because of Chester. Yeah. And again, I wanted the flames on my wrist. <laughs> and I remember in that Ink Magazine article, he said, if you get my fucking flames on your wrist, fuck you. You can get flames on your wrist, oh. but don't get my fucking flames on your fucking... And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm not going to well, flames. Good thing, I never, good thing I never did it because I had no idea that that was even a thing because yeah. I would have felt like a total jackass if that would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's crazy you said that because that's why I want... I, I'm not nearly as done up as Torch Face here, but... I plan on being as done up as Torch Face here, and that he's the whole reason why. He's the whole reason why I got a mohawk, because he used to rock the mohawk. That's sick. Um, that's so crazy, bro. <laughs> um, Small world. Yeah, for real. For real. What it's, year were you born? I'm 95. 95? 91. Yeah. So pretty, yeah, much, pretty, pretty much same 90s, era. 90s babies. Both millennials. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, make, it makes sense that we both kind of heard the album around when it dropped in it made yeah. that makes perfect sense yeah but um so that's what you were really when did you get into hip-hop when did that really just, just as early just as early yeah, thanks to my mom my mom put me on to like salt and pepper mm-hmm. uh she was a huge salt and pepper fan. yeah tlc uh not that like salt and pepper is more the hip-hop side and then yeah. tlc's you know they had left eye and stuff so that was like my introduction and then of course that opened up like biggie smalls all-time mm-hmm. favorite rapper uh, really interesting and, and then uh 
And then also, like, Wu-Tang, like, obviously. Yeah. Uh, huge Wu-Tang fan. I got the Wu-Tang uh, Killer B. Oh, that's fire. Tattooed it on myself, on my leg. Uh, fucking. But, yeah, so, like, as long as I can remember, like, my dad was not a fan of rap. He was, like, yeah. classic rock, that type of shit or whatever. He, he did not like rap at all. Uh, so I had to like sneak and listen to it. I remember he wouldn't he wouldn't let you just openly listen <laughs> he, to it at, at at first like not really he wasn't about it like he wanted me yeah. to be like m- my dad wanted me to be like a certain type of like yeah. mold or whatever. Yeah. But I just never fit that mold exactly. But uh, eventually like he kind of warmed up to it. Uh, yeah. I got in trouble because uh, I had a juvenile back that ass up CD, <laughs> and it was the unedited version. So he heard me playing that and. Uh, <laughs> The thing that he liked, he liked Kid Rock. Ah. <laughs> like, I like Kid Rock. I was a Kid Rock fan. But, I, mean, I, think, I'm sure, I mean, at this point, nah, I'm not with it. Well, cause but, like, like, back in the day, I was like, yeah, I'm well, a cowboy. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was like Linkin Park, you know, like, they had rap influence stuff yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. So that also was Mike Shinoda is also yeah. my favorite rapper of all time. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. he's great. <laughs> Can't, yeah, fucking. That's also fun. actually how I got in hip-hop. Really? Linkin Park. No shit. Well, then we got that also in Because I remember Mike, bro, I went to Mike Schnell at the Fillmore when he mm-hmm. was doing a solo tour. Yeah. Uh, this, this past fall, I want to say it was in September, November, around that time. But, bro, I, he performed the old rap shit and, like, like his old, old, like, where he collaborated with, like, Executioner shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and nobody, I was the only one going <laughs> ham, bro, every lyric. People were looking at me funny. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because he, he, and he was, he was like, he was looking me in the eyes and rapping at me too, bro. Because I was the only one who knew the lyrics. That's the fucking so song sick. he's performing, bro. I almost fainted right there. Fucking craziest fanboy moment. Only time I ever was, like, starstruck. And I didn't even get to meet the dude. I was just 10 feet away from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've met a lot of people, and, like, I've never gotten starstruck, but my one similar moment like that, my all-time favorite band is The Used. Mm-hmm. Burt McCracken is, like, my hero. Uh, and yeah, long story short, uh, back to my dad. Uh, my dad passed away at an early age. I was 14. And uh, and Love and Death was the album that, mm-hmm. like, got me through that, basically. And uh, so, like... I didn't get to see them live until I was, like, way older. I was, like, me and my buddy Austin uh, went and saw them up in Asheville at the Orange Peel. And that was the one time that I was, like, starstruck. I, like, brought tear to my eyes because, like, the songs that was playing, it just brought me back. Like, it was a very bittersweet moment, but yeah. it, was, it was incredible. I've never, like, experienced that at a show with any other artist. And that's how, like, I always knew that they were my favorite band, but that's when I knew they were my favorite yeah, band. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. It's so crazy how, like, mu- music, when it when it comes out, like can really like at the time it comes out at the time like where you're at in life when the out al- when a certain album drops how it can affect you like that like mm-hmm. tra- travis scott's rodeo yeah that literally his whole album he's talking about his parents kicking him out that mm-hmm. album dropped two weeks after my parents kicked me out mm-hmm. and i didn't talk long story short i didn't talk to my parents for like a few years i still don't talk to my mom um me and my dad are cool but that album, like it's why Apple Pie is still my favorite. Travis, mm-hmm. I don't need your Apple uh, yeah. Pie. That's why uh, it's still I my favorite. That, album. that whole album, front to back, is just so good. But it's like it's amazing, bro. He still hasn't topped it. But that, that's cool. I didn't know that it was about like, like that no, it's was, it's what like, it was about. like if you in the intro, um, on pornography when Ti's give the intro, he's like yeah. he hopped off his mama's porch. Da da like. That, now, yeah, that yeah. album is that's what it's about. Is um, it's about um him struggling in music, sleeping on couches, his parents kicking him out. Yeah, and like I just related to it so fully. So it's just like it's crazy how music can like have the craziest impact on mm-hmm. people. 
definitely. Which I can relate to that too, because like, like short, you know, a few years after my dad passed, like similar situation. Like we ended up like losing our house and shit because my mom yeah. couldn't afford it. Uh, had to like downgrade and stuff, and basically I didn't have a spot to stay at. Yeah. is what she told me. So I was like sixteen. Basically started couch surfing all, all around Gaston County, uh, or whatever. Like just friends, whatever. Like wherever I could stay, and uh, yeah, you were really roughing it, man. Yeah, that was a rough yeah, few for, years. Yeah, and that's well, and I, I was I was a rowdy teenager. Like it, mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily like her fault or whatever. I was just a bad teenager. Yeah, and uh, not as bad as my sister. My sister was way worse than I was. Uh, I actually tried to like do better, but you know. Like I said, my dad tried to make me fit that mold, and then it was like he was Usually gone. I was sad, but then yeah. I, yeah, then I was like, I'm free. Like I can be myself. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want to do. And so like I dropped out of school, fucking 15 years old, and then yeah, just didn't finish high school or nothing like that. Uh, I got my GD. That was the only reason that my mom like let me drop out. I dropped out like I stopped going uh, for like two months, and I finally told her that. And uh, she was she didn't want me to do it at first, but she was like, as long as you get your GED, then like that's fine, or whatever. So I got it when I was sixteen, and then uh, fast forward a little bit, I started college when I was eighteen, community college. I only did like a year and a half and dropped out of that too, yeah. and then started tattooing. Damn. So let's get a quick timeline of events. You were around. You said nine years old, mm-hmm. drumming, neighbors playing Jimi Hendrix and stuff. Fast forward fourteen. Um, had the incident unfortunately your dad passed away you said 14 yeah and then said a couple years later you're 15 dropped out of the school 16 couch surfing you lost you lost your your place to stay um man that was just that's a grind yeah that's yeah a, well it, yeah like i didn't like i've had a job since i was 14 mm-hmm. uh like since since i've been 14 there was only one year and that was when i was 17 2009 uh, that I didn't have a job. So, like, I always kind of, like... And this was when my dad was still alive. Uh, he got me the job when I was 14. I was just, like, working at a gas station, cleaning up shit, restocking, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or whatever. Uh, and fucking... So, like, I always had that money-making mindset, even yeah. from an early age. Um, so, yeah, like, I I, I knew how that there was ways to make money, like, starting since then until now. So I knew I could survive. I knew I wasn't gonna be like put out on the street type yeah. shit. But it's still something. That's still something rough when you're that young. Like I got kicked out at uh, 19. Mm. I couldn't imagine getting kicked out when I was 16. Or <laughs> not even kicked. Not even really kicked out. But having yeah, that yeah, situation yeah. when you were when you were 16 years old. Yeah. Like it, that's that to have that those kind of things happen to you. You got to grow up quick. Mm-hmm. You got to grow up real fucking yep. quick. And then, yeah, same thing with the, you know, the dad situation. Dad's no longer there. I have a younger brother. We're exactly 10 years apart to the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, same oh, birthday wow. and everything, yeah. And so he was four at the time. What the odds of that? <laughs> right? Check this out. I have a nephew now, Lucas, uh, was born uh, this past year on my birthday. What? Yeah, three. three. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. Your birthday party is about fuck. to be wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, family birthday party. Yeah, this wild. next year it's gonna be crazy. That's so funny, man. What are the odds? When of I was that? a kid, I, I was like, I was like, man, like my brother's gonna outshadow my birthdays. My birthdays have always kind of sucked, and I was like, great, they're gonna get even worse. <laughs> <laughs> man, I I don't ever really been a fan for like celebrating my birthdays and shit. Like, Especially the older I get, birthdays just, are like, fucking it's pointless. Another, it's another day, bro. <laughs> exactly. Like it's another day. 
that to me, it was another year closer to death. <laughs> right, right. Like, that's how I feel about every day. <laughs> every day is just one step closer. Another step closer to death. <laughs> In a positive way, though. Facts. <laughs> so, damn. Going through all that shit. And wh- where around this timeline of events, your father passing away, losing a place to live, couch surfing, dropping out of high school, where did you decide that music was your path? Or was it kind of like... Did you dabble in music or, like, I don't know if, how I really feel about this? Or were you, yeah, like, because around, this, like I said, I was, like, in bands and stuff starting at about, like, we had bullshit bands Yeah, when I was 14, uh, like, right before my dad passed away and, like, right after, just, you know, jamming with my friends and we were like, oh, we're going to start a band, start <laughs> yeah. a fucking rock band. And, uh, but yeah, uh, and then I did a couple other bands here and there uh, or whatever, but the first band that I joined, it was a local band called Labyrinth. Uh, they were already making a name for themselves and stuff, so I just kind of hopped in, like, you know, later on, once they had already established. Uh, and then we got signed, all that good stuff, did, like, a full U.S. tour, or, well, half U.S. tour, I guess you'd say. It was, like, <clears throat> 30, 40 days altogether, um, and then, you know, s- several other tours and stuff like that. Um, that was the point when I was like, okay, like, I definitely want to do music. Like, now, how did, how did these tours these tours get set up? Uh, it was all through, uh, like management and stuff like that. I, gotcha. I, I played no part in it gotcha. whatsoever. <laughs> I just, I just showed up and just traveled the country. Gotcha. That's what, so, that, so that is when you got it, you got a taste of it and you're like, this, exactly. this is it. This is it. But unfortunately on the last day of that tour, uh, you know, five, six dudes in a van together, like no AC, like yeah. everyone's button heads the whole time. Unfortunately there was a fight that broke out. Uh, between the bandmates and stuff, and uh, that kind of dispersed us. It was an awkward ride home from Florida. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so we basically split up after that, and then so like I got my taste, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like now what? A lot of people think tour life is so glamorous, bro. Ninety percent of the time, it really it is that six people in a van. Yeah. Ninety like yeah, percent yeah, of the not, time, not until you fucking rough it out with a fucking with six other dudes in a van with no AC, like in the middle fav- of New York City, or whatever. Yeah. Like you're fucking sweating your balls off. Like, like that's like, how your favorite artists are pulling up to these venues, people. <laughs> yeah, they're not pulling. There's no luxury shit. Well, well like <laughs> tour, touring on rap is like was way better because we did a tour uh, last year. You with, bring less people too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, we also like we're kind of spoiled. We decided to all chip in on a Sprinter van, had a TV, fucking air conditioning, I Wi-Fi. See. We couldn't figure out the Wi-Fi though, but uh, Airbnbs every night. Like, I was used to fucking slumming it out in the van. Like, we just fucking slept in the van. <laughs> like, no Airbnbs, no hotels, no none of that. That's that's how shit. And that's how you get to that level of them five star hotel rooms mm-hmm. and shit. But. I think right here we're going to end part one, and we're going to jump right into part two. Shouts to Torchface. Um, and again, because I forget to say this before, every interview that I do, this is sponsored by Cult Classic Official. Go follow us on Instagram, at K-U-L-T Classic Official. Again, at K-U-L-T Classic Official. And on Twitter, at K-U-L-T Classic O-F-F, because Twitter's a hoe, and it's not going to let me put the whole handle. So, go follow us on there. Uh, check out our website at callclassicofficial.com, K-U-L-T-classicofficial.com. Copy yourself some merch. I'm rocking the classic tee. I'm about to hook Torch Face up with some merch after the interview. Uh, so definitely go. Please check us out. We got blogs. We do shows. All that shit. Give us a follow. Like our shit. You know, and we'll show you love back. So stay tuned for part two.
Part 2, we are back. The one and only Torch Face. So, in this whole, in this whole timeline of events, um, with Torrin, um, all the bullshit that you had to deal with, when did you get into tattooing? Alright. Uh, you know you wanted to do tattooing before music, or nope. did you, no? Not at all. <laughs> I knew I wanted tattoos. Uh, like, you know for since forever and i've always drawn my whole life but i never thought to put the two and two together i'm about to fuck up my hair real quick <laughs> these shits this shit works better when i have a sweatshirt <laughs> shit just sits but I'm about to fuck up my hair with this <laughs> oh well oh yeah well. fucking uh yeah so basically like i got tattooed at a shop or whatever uh first tattoo i just went all out fucking got my whole s- sleeve outlined or whatever that's why it's like blacked out and shit now because it was just not a good not a good yeah. dude doing it or whatever but uh yeah like just being in the shop and stuff like that like it kind of you know tr- triggered those thoughts and then my friend uh he wanted to get into tattooing my buddy Austin uh Austin Britt uh tattoos at Heron Mark in Asheville uh but this is Asheville North Carolina Asheville North Carolina yeah <laughs> um but yeah fucking this is when he first started he bought a kit off ebay or whatever wherever he got it from and then we just started like kind of tattooing each other in the bedrooms and shit and uh i just had him bring his stuff over i tattooed myself the first time uh you know tattooing skin i did it on myself because i what do you what do you do where did you do it you do it like on, uh, leg? on my leg yeah, yeah on the side of my leg oh, on the side a lot yeah. of, i know it's a lot of people artists and they say they tattoo themselves they always mm-hmm. they always go for the uh, yeah I, I tattoo both my thighs that's what's <laughs> yeah fucking uh but yeah, uh, that's pretty much what got got it started. Um, and then the tattoo shop I was getting tattooed at, I showed him like my drawings and uh, the you know like tattoos that I was doing, and he saw potential in me and uh, gave me an apprenticeship. That's what's up. Or not gave me, I paid for it, but. Uh, but oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but shit worked out in the end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what's up. Um, what are your favorite tattoos? Like style wise, it's just that you got. Oh, that I got. What are your um, favorite ones? My back piece is uh pretty fucking. It's like from the back of my neck down to like the top of my ass cheeks. Uh, and that was done by Jeremy Hamilton. Uh, he's now at Made to Last in Charlotte. Uh, and I think it was his first like fully completed back piece. I'm not not 100 percent sure on that, but uh, but yeah, that's probably my favorite. Um trying to think i kind of forget like what i have yeah <laughs> whenever, yeah so whenever much. i get asked that i'm just like I don't, what, what what tattoos do i even have what do you say it's like asking someone like well i mean i guess we all have our favorite yeah. musicians yeah well so i can't like, even say i can't even say aesthetically that one's probably my favorite just yeah. because it looks cool but there's absolutely no meaning to it mm-hmm. it's basically a giant wolf head with like two sets of horns and then lightning bolts shooting out of its head and a dagger going through <laughs> the top of his head and uh so it just looks fucking badass. Yeah. Um, and then I have a piece for my dad on my shin uh, that's not finished. Uh, never got finished. Um, and then I don't know. <laughs> I guess uh, I, I like the enlightened one uh, on my forehead too because that. I was one actually, actually just gonna ask you what that says. I see. It, I see. It, I see it. People. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I got the enlightened because like uh, it was at a time in my life where like. Like, 
I'd always like made bad decisions or whatever. Not bad decisions, just never really thought things through. Really. Yeah. And uh, but like I kind of just like gave my life up to the universe. I was like in a shitty relationship, like it was like unhealthy and stuff. And like I tried changing everything else about my life except for that because I just felt stuck in that relationship. Um, but then like. I just kind of started like looking into universal laws and like, just like, you know, kind of believing in the universe yeah. and was just like letting signs come to me. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to stop forcing things. I'm going to just let the universe give me the signs and I'm going to mm -hmm. fucking run with it. Uh, so I did that and just everything kind of fell into place. Like once I started trusting in the universe and the first word that popped in my head when I thought of that was enlightened. I was like, Oh, I feel enlightened now. Like, because like everything just started falling into place. Like, uh, like I was working at a better job. I was, you know, like the girl that I'm with now that we have three kids together. Uh, just we back in 2009 was when we first met and stuff. And we kind of had a thing back then. Yeah. Uh, didn't work out back then she went off went into a shitty relationship i went off went into a shitty relationship <clears throat> and then so like it was just kind of weird that at that timing while all this was going on that i leave my shitty relationship she was already out of her shitty relationship and then somehow we just came back together like not even two weeks later <laughs> and hmm. yeah so i was just like everything is pretty fucking dope in life right now and uh, so, yeah, I just got en enlightened across my fucking forehead. <laughs> damn, three kids. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah, I got three God, kids. Damn. That's what's up, bro. Shout out to you. Dedicated dad <laughs> over here. Yeah. I love tattoo I love tattooed dads, bro. I know <laughs> that sounds corny, but, like, my guy, uh, Sloppy. Just shout out to Sloppy, shout bro. Out to Sloppy. That's our last interview we just heard. Go back and peep one. Go back and peep that. <laughs> um, he drew a little slop tart on our table. That's what he called it. He says it's a pop tart with a fro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he he has a daughter. She's like two, mm -hmm. and she was just saying he's she's just finally starting to recognize me and stuff like that. And yeah, because I remember we were doing the interview, and he just was telling me he's like, "Yo, I know it's weird. I just can't wait to go back and see her and stuff like that." And I'm like, and "He is he's fully tat. He's he's done." Mm -hmm. And it's just like I love that that um, you guys are really kind of breaking the stigma for people who are fully tattooed because there is this this stigma is that. They're not. They're not gonna be good fathers. Not responsible. Oh, yeah. yeah, at all and, the school functions and stuff. I'm oh, like, yeah. and I'm in a small town, so like everybody in there is a bunch of rednecks, and like, you know, they have tattoos, but not yeah, to this not. nature. And uh, yeah, so I, I definitely get this going to Walmart. Even just get stared at, especially when I have my kids with me. Like people are just like, and you know how the South is. Like, yeah. I, I, like the they'll, Bible, be nice, they'll be nice. Yeah, they'll be nice to your face, but then like exactly. walk away and be like that fucking weirdo yeah it's that's one thing i definitely noticed about the south i've only been here a year and a half um for those who don't know who tune into these regularly i'm uh from a little town in manchester new hampshire up north and people people don't like you they'll let you know yeah yeah, <laughs> up see, north, yeah like. the, i remember the first time <laughs> first time i went to new york like that's instantly what i fell in love with because like and it, it was the opposite too like i it was the first time being in manhattan and, you know, like, I want to say it was lower Manhattan where, like, all the yuppies and stuff are mm. or whatever. Like, we were just asking for directions. We were trying to get to Brooklyn, and we had a trailer attached to the van and trying to figure out how to get across the bridge or the turnpike. They wouldn't let us through because we had the trailer. So they were like, you got to go across the bridge. 
and we had no fucking clue what we were yeah. doing. So we were asking people for directions. Literally, every p- d- dudes walking their poodles and shit, like just turn their noses up to us, and like we're sweaty, greasy fucking band dudes, <laughs> like trying to get directions. <laughs> and that you know, that's probably some Wall Street fucking worker billionaire, and like we're trying to ask him like for directions, and he's just like walking by his fucking nose yeah. up. But then we go to Brooklyn, and it was like everyone was so fucking nice. Like, yeah, people. Here's the thing about you have those snobby ass people mm-hmm. like that, and then you get those everywhere. But like up north, people will be wicked nice to you. But like people, I'm not saying this is for every single person in the north versus every single person in the south. But like from generally, from what I see, like people are super fucking nice. But like if they don't like you or they don't like something, they will let you know. Like they won't oh, yeah. turn around and say some shit behind your back. Yeah, like. Exactly. Everything is usually set up front, and another thing up north is people can throw hands and be cool after. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. well, and a lot of my a lot of my friends are like that too. Uh, down here, well, more that way, which to the camera that that way is like Indian Trail, yeah, uh, Union County area. Like all the fights that I've ever seen from them, like it was like you know that's how they settle beefs, and then they'd hug afterwards. Yeah. It can get, it could really get done like that. Yeah, I've just, I've, I'm getting not every person in the South, but I've noticed, I've been telling you, there's some, some pussy people out here. Facts. That will, <laughs> not, that will talk all the shit online, and then the moment you're Keyboard like, warriors. all right, where's your Addy? I'll, I'm pulling up. They're yeah, like, they're nah, like bro, I'm sorry, nah, dog. Nah, don't, come, don't come to my house, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, it's, but you got to talk a lot of people are not, not about it. <laughs> I mean, there, there is people that are about that action, but like, for the most part, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just from what I've seen personally. Yeah. So, um, what's your favorite tattoo you've ever done on somebody? Um, that's also a good question. Uh, I don't know. That's like like it's hard for me to answer like the amount of tattoos that I have and like the amount of tattoos I've done in the last seven years. It's hard to pinpoint one. Actually, never mind. Scratch that. I know exactly which one. Um. All right, so uh, it was a guy that uh, was basically battling with addiction, um, opioids specifically. Uh, And so he had, like, track marks, scars, and stuff like that. And he wanted a piece to basically kind of represent, like, a new life as well as, you know, his old life and him coming to terms with accepting who he was. And uh, so we basically collabed on the idea, um, and it was a tattoo of, like, uh, it's on my Instagram, on my tattoo Instagram, but uh, it's like a rose at the bottom of it with a hand reaching out and shaking hands. With oh, it. yeah, I think I did see that one. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah, and had the demon hand coming out of yep. uh, the slit where the scar was. So, like, the, that was, like, his demons and uh, coming out of his past, and then the hand coming out of the rose representing new life. Uh, and then there was a chain connecting them, but they were broken. So it was kind of like I've made peace with my demons, but I've cut ties with them also. So that one was probably my favorite. For That's sure. fire. That's fire. Um, what you got any like crazy tattoo stories? Like annoying ass customers? <laughs> like I'm, I know you, you, you. I know it's a lot of shit like that you guys hate. Like I love tattooing. Like I keep up with a lot of the culture. Like <laughs> um, very in tune with it. Yeah. And I know I hear a lot of things tattoo artists say that they hey, I know a lot of tattoo artists personally and they all hate like people asking for pricing up front. Yeah, like yeah. people like, like Do you want the artwork or not, bro? My like, my least favorite question is how much a tattoo cost? I'm like I don't know, how much does a car cost? 
<laughs> like, like we joke about it all the yeah. time. It's like, like what, you know, their answer is going to be like, well, what kind of car is it? Like what, you know, what color car, like what's, you know, what's on the inside of it? Like what, you know, same thing, same logic applies to a tattoo. Like I can't just tell you how much a tattoo costs or yeah. like, or they're like, like I just want a like a medium sized tattoo. I'm like, what is what is like what does that mean? <laughs> like, what do you want, bro? <laughs> what are you like, let's about? get to it. Yeah, like, like, tell me what you want. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's uh, but yeah. Are people still, try to argue with you on price and shit. Yeah, people haggle. Uh, more so when I was tattooing up in Belmont. Uh, you know, Gaston County. That's just the way they are. And the further down into Gastonia you get, the worse worse it gets. Um, so like we were kind of like right in between those two areas where it was like half and half. I'd say. Uh, but here, like, I don't have as much haggling. Um, yeah. People are kind of, like, just okay with it. Like, sometimes they're like, oh, that's a little bit outside my price range. They're polite about it. Um, up there, like, I've had people just fucking lose their minds over a price. I'm like, dude, then just go down the street. Yeah, go find another. Go, yeah, like, you might you not be pay for as happy ink. with it, but. You gotta, if you want good ink, you gotta invest. Like, or else you're gonna have shitty fucking just, tattoos. Yep. It's just like anything. Like, like, you know, with music, if you want better sounding stuff, you gotta invest in it. If you want a good mix, get a good engineer. Exactly. Like, if you can't do it yourself, fucking, you gotta pay money for exactly. For like you quality. want good beats, you gotta get a good producer, mm-hmm. and you gotta pay for the. You can you can buy them fifteen dollar lease beats, or you can you know get you a good fifteen dollar lease beats yeah. that fucking two hundred other people also leased. Yeah, or like, you can get one of them two hundred fifty dollar exclusives. You know what I mean? Get yeah. that shit on that, point. That's exactly why I started producing. Uh, like I I don't do it a lot. Uh. Like I have, I'm very picky about mm-hmm. like, like my beats and stuff. So especially when I'm making it, I'm even more critical. You on make it. your own beats a lot. Uh, not not a lot. Like I start, I think I started maybe about two years ago, um, just because like I was tired of using YouTube beats <laughs> and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so like I just basically like I've always you know like I said back in 2009 I had free loose, no fucking clue what I was doing, but uh, yeah I just basically sat myself down yeah, i was like keep talking bro <laughs> i think this shit's not recording but we got the camera audio okay it's all good maybe it didn't stop <laughs> recording my bad it kept going <laughs> hell yeah um uh but yeah i just basically just sat down and fucking watched every youtube tutorial and hit up my friends that produced and just got advice and like so now i know how to do it um but i don't do it all the time because mm-hmm. I don't want to just use my production. Like, yeah. I, I like working with other people. You get you find you get better tracks with other people? Or mm-hmm. Yeah, you? I feel like my best tracks are, are when someone else produces it. And that's just me. Like, yeah. you know, like someone else could have a different opinion. Um, but I'm just so critical on everything I do, especially like... It's important to be. Yeah, too. like like an an artist is their own worst critic. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm going to nitpick everything. And that's how, like... I am with tattooing, with music, with making beats, you name it. Um, Yeah. So I don't do it like a whole lot. There was a time where I was doing it like a lot. I put out like a five song. I I ended up making like 30 beats, but I only narrowed it down to five because that's how picky I was. You got, you got to be that picky. Like a lot of people like producers like to flex. Like we make, because uh, I do it too. I flex like that. I made this beat in ten minutes flat. <laughs> ten minute beat. Yeah, it's just hard. But like, and it's always the simple shit too that everyone yeah, flocks to. Always, like, it like, always I'll, is. I'll sample fucking knocked loose, and uh, which is like a a hardcore metalcore band or whatever. Uh, I sampled like 
it's just one note over and over and it's just like a annoying ass jing 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 like just over and over uh anybody that knows knock loose knows the song and like it, it gets people riled up but literally just sampled that fucking fart 808 on top of it i was just like i'm gonna make this poorly mixed like just fucking throw it up and it's gonna be a banger and sure enough it was people flocked to it it's crazy because like you, you talk about them simple beats like you hear now you hear beats that are just the 808 and the clap and some hi-hats yeah like, there's no melody on no it. melody no nothing like, i'm just like distorted what? but it's, it's so, so hard, hard though yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's so hard like i remember who was i i don't i'm not even gonna i'm not gonna drop names I'm not gonna drop names but i was playing beats for somebody and like you know you got something else and i play one of them fucking i made one of those beats just to walk around put it together <laughs> in three minutes flat yeah like and they're like nah this is the one I want I'm like I just showed you beats that have like layers upon layers of instrumentation and crazy and you just want the one that I made in three minutes <laughs> yeah the boom yeah boom and <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and see like me learning to produce also kind of opened up those doors for me to appreciate producers a lot more yeah because knowing the work that they put into it and stuff like that it made me appreciate what they do a lot more i already always did but like i didn't know what all actually went into it until i actually learned to do it myself that was kind of like the same thing with me and, with me and vocalists I'd, I'd never intended on being a vocalist like ever even when i started like when i was a young ass kid that first like a park album i knew i wanted to do music i always knew i wasn't gonna be a vocalist mm-hmm. but like kind of i was just like fuck it i'm gonna try it and then i tried it and i'm like hell no i can't do this shit. that sounds so whack it's, that same situation again makes me appreciate the vocalist more you know what i mean yeah just <clears throat> well and then sometimes like you can even kind of like stumble like uh my boy Nottis, i'm wearing his hoodie right yep. now uh we're we're in grim together as well as bearded legends so shout out both of them but uh Nottis originally started working with me like he hit me up on instagram booked me down in houston first time doing like an out-of-state show and nonetheless houston that's where he stays and uh but he was just a producer he was doing rhythm and like uh edm type stuff and then he started producing rap beats for us and uh it was fucking dope and but then he kind of like wanted to experiment with also doing vocals and then come to find out like his shit was actually dope i was like dude like you got something here like you should totally keep fucking doing this and he's been doing it ever since and he fucking crushes it so it's it's just kind of cool how like everything goes hand in hand like damn so you talk about um you talk about grim now is it is it grim or grimace because i've heard you say grimace on a song and I think I kind of got confused. I was aware you had Grim is yeah. It's it's just Grim as far as the collective goes and the brand itself. Um, Grim Mafia is technically like the full name of it or whatever. Uh, but we just put Grim on mm-hmm. there. Like Grim Mafia goes on the tags, but like Grim is just you know. Uh, but yeah. Um, shit, I can't even remember my own lyrics. I I'm sure I did say Grimace. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. You know, you, 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 did. <laughs> you said it on. I forget what song it was on the your eulogy project. Oh, okay. Um, I forget what I forget exactly what line you said, but that's what kind of why because I know you have your whole um, you have your whole grim thing. I've, like I've seen it and all that. I've seen you heard you say it in songs. And I heard you say Grimace. I'm like, is Grim short for Grimace? So I just kind of wanted to, wanted to clarify that. <laughs> yeah, out. yeah, no. Nah, and um, when and on this whole timeline, did the whole Grim Collective kind of start to get up? Okay, so essentially what happened is I was part of a like a a duo at one point trio 
called Graveyard Boys that we eventually turned into a collective. That's what we brought Nottis in on. Nottis became part of Graveyard Boys. We had a few other members that didn't work out. Uh, but Graveyard Boys originally was me and Wolf, and then we brought on Fat Cobain uh, as the trio. Um, and then we were like, okay, well, we should keep expanding this and stuff. Uh, and that's when we brought Nottis on. And then we met up with Bearded Legend via Twitter. He just hit me up, and I liked his music. He liked our music, so we started collabing. He had a collective BLDG. We had Graveyard Boys. So, like, I tried to get him to join Graveyard Boys, but he was like, ah, I got BLDG. And I was like, okay, well, since you have that, we have this. We should kind of form something that's together. And then that's when Grim came about. And I see, I see. And then, so, Graveyard Boys ended up splitting up because uh, it went back to a, a duo with me and Wolf. Didn't work out. And then, uh, so we just went solo but kept under grim and then people just kind of like stopped really doing as much musically and stuff but we just kept going so eventually it narrowed down to us three and this was obviously after that time you were touring in the band and shit like that oh yeah yeah yeah, and so when you got off that tour is this when you started to kind of take rap seriously yeah yeah um well after that tour i was in another band i was in a couple other bands in between that didn't really do anything um, but then my latest band was Regions, and we did a couple tours. Uh, our first tour was with a band called Body Snatcher. They're fucking crushing it now. Uh, so shout out to those guys. Um, but fucking, yeah, I basically saw no money in being in a band, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to just you fucking split quit. split it like six ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to fucking quit doing this, and I'm going to rap full time because, like, this was around the time that I started like getting more into the underground scene. I was like, I could do this. Like I could totally do this and uh, fucking yeah. And just been pushing ever since. I think that's what uh ghost said the same thing. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was just doing the whole band thing. I'm like, yo, there's six guys, not enough money in this. It's, it's a lot easier just to have a DJ and be a rapper. Yep. And <laughs> he said he has a lot more creative freedom. Yep. Um, and all that good shit. Yep. Spot and then on. You, then after you started taking rap seriously, then you formed the whole Grim Collective, and that's when all that. Yeah, like well, technically events. we started Graveyard Boys first. That's when I because like I started off doing solo, then me and Wolf <laughs> rekindled after a long relationship. That's who I started rapping with way back in the day. Uh, we started Graveyard Boys, and then yeah, uh, and then Grim came about. Perfect. I see, and you guys are still rocking, going to LA soon. Actually, after this interview drops, you guys would have already been in. Ben and came back from LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Today's what the twenty third. Today is yeah, May May twenty third. Um, yeah, we we head out May thirtieth and shows May thirty first. Yeah, I don't know when this this interview is probably going to drop towards the end of June, early July. Word. So, so yeah, fucking, they went to LA and killed that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you came to if you came to Grimfest, LA, fucking thank you. <laughs> We had a we we had a blast. <laughs> um, so I think with this we gonna wrap up part two. I got some more questions for you uh, going into part three, and then I feel like we'll wrap it up from there. Um, so if you're watching still, thank you. 
I know a lot, a lot of people. A lot of people were surprisingly say, "Yo, I watch every interview like fully through, like the full two hours." Oh shit! And I'm like, God damn! I'm I'm because I, when I started doing these interviews, I'm like, "Yo, people are gonna stop watching after like ten minutes." And now people are like, "Nah, bro, I watch the whole the whole <laughs> shit." Like, yeah. Well, that, I mean, yeah, surprising as fuck. That's I mean, that's the cool thing about interviews is that like you get to know the people that you want to watch or like or people you don't even know. You discover somebody, yeah. find them interesting, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check them out" or whatever, or like. You already know who they are, and you're getting more in depth in their life and stuff. The things they yeah. haven't talked and about. And a lot of people I do interview are like, "This is their first one," mm-hmm. and like they got fans. Who are like <laughs> yeah, curious. this is my first so, one. Yeah, exactly. Technically you know. second, but yeah. Yeah, we we went over all that. But, you know, I'll t- I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that concludes part two. Again, go follow us on IG at Call Classic Official K U L T Classic Official on Twitter K U L T Classic O F F, and check out that website at K U L T Classic Official dot com. We got merch, we do shows, and we do cool shit like interview Torchface for the second, technically, well, te- first, technically second. <laughs> <laughs> but stay tuned, part three coming up soon, we're going to get in some anime and shit, so oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Part two, um, part, uh, part three coming up right now. Part three, we're back with Torchface. If the camera dies, guys, I fucking apologize. I was idiot, had the shit on half battery after the shampoo sloppy interview. My bad, guys. But we about to get through part three pretty quick. Got some more questions for Torchface. Um, and by the way, before the camera does, guy does die. If you're in Charlotte, which like more than three quarters of our audience at this point is, Torchface has great tattoos. I just booked my appointment, so definitely go get at him for some work. Um, so yeah, anime, bro. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> What's you got? Hold on, let me pull up my notes. You got a song called Carnage Kabito. Yep. It's actually, I like that song. A One Punch Man reference. Fuck yeah. And they, I'm so glad you caught on to that because so many other people don't catch on they to They don't get it yeah, at all. They have no idea. <laughs> no, nah, and then you said, I forget what song it was, but you said Sleeping on Me Like Migi. And I oh, just made me yes. laugh. <laughs> yes. Somebody finally she picked just up. She just made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah, fucking Parasite, man. That's. Yeah. Uh, my boy, my boy Wolf, uh, he put me onto all anime. Honestly, like I'm like the biggest noob when it comes to anime. Uh, but the times that I was writing those verses, I was like getting into it. He put me onto all that. Uh, but yeah, fucking Migi. That's like my favorite character. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Migi's great, bro. Parasite was so amazing. It was that so good. ending. The ending, Dude. fucking. So had me sick. like think about life differently <laughs> right like, <laughs> well see like like i said i'm such a noob to it and like i don't know why i put it off for so long like mm-hmm. like i don't know why i never got into it all my friends were into it i i mean i was into dragon ball z as a kid oh obviously. yeah everybody was yeah yeah that was pokemon like my first interview my but first anime th- this interview. is how much of a noob i am i didn't even know that pokemon and dragon ball z counted as anime yeah, I like that's how much of a noob I am. <laughs> but did you, no, did you think? Did you think on the on the on the alternate side? Did you think things like Boondock, Samurai Jack, and Avatar were anime? Did I, you think that, or I, you just like? I just I I had no idea. I I, I thought of like manga and like stuff like that being mm-hmm. anime, because like I had friends that were into the that same shit. category. Yeah, in yeah. Sense, like yeah. so, like basically, I just figured anime was just Japanese cartoons, essentially. Um, well, it's really, really what it—that's it, really all it essentially is—is is just animation in Japanese. Yeah, but it's got its own whole style and feel to it that I—I I don't know. The Japanese are just 
perfected animation to a, <laughs> to a level. What haven't that, they perfected? <laughs> I'm, I don't even uh, probably music. I don't know. I think I don't. I can't understand their music. Well, yeah, so true. I, say that. But I don't but, know. Anime but, intros but, are fucking lit though. Some yeah. Anime oh, dude. That, like, bro. That's why Xavier Wolf is one of my favorites on fucking uh, what you call it, uh, Project X. Have you heard the beginning of Project X? You have to fucking. I'll show to, it to you, you after the interview. It it's literally like it. It is an anime intro. <laughs> like the whole the album artwork is like anime yeah. art, and then the beginning. Like of I'm it hip to Wolf, but I'm not like on him on him like yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm hip to it though, definitely. So you have to. Oh yeah, I'll on. show it. Yeah, um, it's, it's sick. I made a beat for my boy. Shouts to Karazan signatures right there. Hey. Um, I made him a beat. I don't. You know, Elfin lied. Yeah. I sampled the intro to that. Hell yeah. I, I haven't watched it. That's one of the ones that he put told me to, that, that I should watch. So fucking, that shit that shit fucked me up. That shit is like bruh, creepy, like That's how they, I am about like like pedophilia they touch on, like oh, a lot of weird, creepy Dude, yeah, some of the lyrics shit. are like mad dark. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why I fuck with it. I'm drawn to that type of stuff. Yeah. Like like Tokyo Ghoul's intro is dope. Uh fucking Parasites is bro, dope. Tokyo, fucking... Bro, the Tokyo Ghoul intro is so perfect, bro. Right. It starts off with a piano. Mm-hmm. But, and then it just turns into some whole other just, crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, like, like bro, a lot of the arrangements on that shit like musically are fire too. Yeah. Like on anime intros like I don't know. We got we don't got Western Western cartoons do not got shit on Japanese animation. That's facts. Yo, before the camera dies, though, I keep looking at the camera because I'm looking at the mirror to see if it's still on. <laughs> but we got to do the table signing. Fucking, right. so before you sign this table, let's go over who has already blessed the table with the signatures. Lil Vamp. Shampoo Sloppy. Ten Cell Phones. Belize. Miho. Kirazen. Pablo. Lil Turbo. Fonzo Rex, Mozzie with a push star, Apollo, me, Sean, OG, Young Ill, Keychains Hefner, Hollow, Vanilla World, Ron So Cold, Lyrical Lemonade, Dirty Butt, Supreme Kaka, Faded Black Kid, produced for a number of amazing artists, Juflu, and Supreme Kaka was, I, I don't know what the fuck he was drawing. It looks like but, a snail in a thong. Belize said it's a banana snake. <laughs> Someone definitely looks like a snail with a thong on. That's fire. <laughs> Someone that'd be a fire ass shirt design, just like a snail wearing yeah. it. Like it looks Don't like a twerking know snail. What he was fucking doing? Juflu <laughs> says he's looking. He's trying to write slat. <laughs> but um, so yeah, you want to grab that sharpie and just bless the table wherever you you ever you want, bro. Let's Draw whatever you want. Fucking design. Do whatever you want. I'm just gonna. Do simple ass fucking. My handwriting is awful, so I'm just gonna do like. <laughs> now you be intricate with it though. That's better handwriting than me. <laughs> well, I mean, this is like at, my. Look at the handwriting on this table, <laughs> bruh. Ain't nobody who's wrote on this table has got good handwriting. Not a single <laughs> goddamn person, bruh. Look at Ron So Cold. The, what is, that's supposed to be a D and that's supposed to be a C. But that shit looks like. Man, I wish I could take the camera up to Ron's. Ron, what were you doing, bruh? This shit, Ron So Cold's signature, the C looks like a fucking L. <laughs> and the D looks like a fucking P. Looks like Ron So L-O-L-P. Wolp. <laughs> Ron So Lolp. <laughs> fucking official torch face has blessed the table. Um, So, damn, you just, just started getting into, into anime. That's crazy. I thought with some of the anime, there's more anime references in your music that I'm sure I'm mm-hmm. going to pick up on as we go. Um, 
Anything else you want to touch up on? Um, we covered a lot of shit. Yeah. I'm trying to think yeah, of anything did. else I wanted to ask you. Went through your whole personal life, all or coming up, like the grind. What do you? What future plans in music? Um, I know you want to work with Big Baby Scumbag. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> trying to work with Big Baby Scumbag. Uh, fucking, just the whole like Dale Earnhardt. Like, you see, I got the fucking Dale yeah. Earnhardt poster right Dale there. Dale like, Earnhardt. Yeah. Push a go kart. <laughs> so <laughs> that song is fire. <laughs> so fire. So good. I was actually um, just listening to that today. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to trying to work with him. Uh, Hell, I mean, I'm I'm down to work with anybody really. Like as long as like they got the same work ethic as me, and shit. Uh, Fucking and their if their music's fire. Yeah, of course. Like I want to venture out and like do different shit because I've done dark fucking whatever, screaming angry shit for a long time. So I'm kind of over that. Want to experiment a little bit more Mm -hmm. and kind of figure out a new sound. Yeah, or whatever. Just you know, that all ties in with all the different music genres that I grew up with and shit. So I'm just trying to do that, trying to fucking tour more, uh, you know, just keep growing organically, uh, eventually dabble into management. Um, we've, you know, had offers and stuff like that. Uh, some that were just kind of like, eh, and then some were just like, like big dope opportunities and stuff, but, uh, nothing officials happened yet. So, uh, it's like we're just kind of just doing our own thing until you know somebody picks it up um no plans of like signing to like a label or nothing like that is independent independence the way for you (laughs) independent independent it's uh as long as i can go it's doable yeah this is the age if you're gonna be independent like i'm not trying to have that like overnight success or whatever like i want to you know that slow burn is the slow burn is the best one absolutely people shoot up too fast they don't know what the fuck to do with it mm-hmm. they can't capitalize on the hype mm-hmm. slow burn or they just don't know what to do with it afterwards yeah and I, I don't want to like, do that I, I want to be able to like I like where I'm at where I can just like I can literally go home freestyle a fucking song over a beat and drop it the same day if I wanted to yeah I don't want my shit to be shelved or like somebody to put be put in priority over me type shit like like I want to be in control of it I want to be in control of my music. Like, if I want to shoot a music video and I want to drop it, like, that's what I want to do. So, independent as long as I can. Management, uh, definitely, like, down the road when necessary. And then, I don't know, maybe one day, like, I'd probably sign on, like, psychopathic records. <laughs> Low-key, like, like... I mean, if the, if, if it's right, and I mean, you, yeah, can, you like, can use... You can finesse, like, labels are starting to... It's starting to switch. The labels are starting to realize, yo, we need the artists now. They don't need us. That's yep. how, like, uh, SZA from TDE, when mm-hmm. she did the Interscope deal. And please don't hold me to that. I think it was Interscope. If not, someone correct me in the comments. <laughs> but she got 70-30. That's 70%. Good. Yeah, that's really good. And I think – I'm not, I'm not going to go into details because I, I will fuck it up. But I know she got 70-30, and that's, like, unheard of, bro. <laughs> Yeah, like it's usually you, like fifty fifty and then like Or the labels take or the labels taking seventy and you're getting thirty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like on like yeah, like EPs and stuff like that, it's like seventy thirty and that's just fucking ridiculous. Like I like I'm I'm putting in like ninety nine percent of the work and, and then giving someone else seventy percent, like nah. Yeah. No thank you. Uh and even at fifty fifty, that's still like that's still, he- still hesitant for much. me. Like sixty forty, we're talking, seventy thirty 
fucking sign me up. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. Like, but what can you do for me? That, yeah. What, what, like, Besides give me this big-ass advance. Yeah, Bones, like, I'm not sure if he's said this exactly, but what I see as his mentality towards the industry is what can you do for me that I can't already do for myself? So that's where I'm at is I want to get to that point where I'm just like, if somebody sits me down in a meeting and is like, well, we want to do this for you. And I'm like, I can do that myself. Why would I like, why would I give you X amount percent? Yeah. Percentage of my profits when I could easily do the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. And it it might take longer, but I still get a hundred percent. It'd be more worth it. It takes longer. Um, yeah, shit. When do you start getting tattooed in your face? Just out of curiosity. Wait, when did I start? Yeah, when do you when do you get your first face tat? Oh shit! Fucking two thousand. I just looked at it the other day. It was two thousand twelve or two thousand thirteen. I can't remember, but and definitely one of the two. So it you, was like early. You were, you were on the we'll, face we'll say early twenty thirteen. You were on the face tat way before everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, and I was rapping back. I'll, yeah, I was rapping <laughs> back was then. One and of shit the too. OG yep. face tat having. SoundCloud, right? You guys, you guys got to. And I was on SoundCloud face. back then too. Paved the path. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not gonna. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna pull a little pump. No, I, I've been around since then. <laughs> no, I'm, since, I, I know. My, uh, my no, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> SoundCloud. I've had my the SoundCloud that I still use to this day. Uh, I've had it since 2012, and then early 2013, we'll say. Um, that's when I got the first face tattoo, and that was this umbrella. That was, that was your very first face tattoo? Very first. That's what's up. When did the torch come in? Was that like one of the last ones? Or? That was number three. Yeah, it was number okay. three. Okay. But like I went through this span where I was just like, I want face tattoos. Yeah. No no one else had face tattoos. So I was like, like that that was going to be my thing. I, I'm a tattoo artist, so fuck it. Why not? So I was like, all right, fuck it. Like I, I got the umbrella, got the fucking lettering right uh, above my eyebrow, Got went fucking huge with the, the torch. Got the nickname. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there eventually. I'm just gonna wait till like most of my, the rest of my body's done first, cause I don't know. I, I feel like, I, again, I got nothing wrong with face tattoos. I'm gonna, I'll have tattoos on my face eventually. Yeah. But like, I just, I see dudes with tattoos, and it's like the rest of your body's not even done. You just, just got on. And I can't judge nobody. Hey, that's what yeah, you want to yeah. fucking like, do. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm a tattoo artist. Yeah. For me personally, like if I'm going on the face, like I gotta have the rest of my body, like. To show for you know what I mean? Facts. So that's just my personal preference. That's that's that that's how I was too. I was like, I already had like both my hands to my knuckles to sleeves, fucking legs, full. Yeah, back I piece. feel like you gotta. I feel like you gotta earn that that face tat. You gotta have time under under the needle before yeah. you can. You know what I mean? Level up to that. And plus, that face you know, it, like it is a job stopper. So like like oh yeah, elitist tattoo artists. You know, like they're very strict about who they do face tattoos on because it's like a you know it's you kind of the same way you're like yeah i'm not gonna (laughs) um not necessarily like because the way i see it this is my philosophy on it and people might fucking crucify me because of this but whatever uh fucking the way i see it is that the people that want it are gonna get it whether it be me or somebody else and do something professionally and do it well or they're gonna go to their homie in their basement or their kitchen or some fucking shit shop down the street one way or another, they're going to get it, and I'd rather do it so they get something that's actually good. Yeah, I respect that. Most definitely. I definitely respect that. And, and again, it's, it's like people should be able to do what they want. Facts. Like, like obviously, I'm not going to do a fuck. Like, if they have no tattoos and work at McDonald's and they want fucking 
I don't know, fucking uh, Anne Frank. And Frank tattooed on their face. <laughs> that's, that's legit. You yeah, Zan, yeah, Zan Frank. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm like, bro, nah. No, no disrespect to Zan Frank, but yeah, yeah no, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do a whole fucking. I'm not. I'm not it might be borderline disrespecting the dude, but bruh. <laughs> His whole exclamation for the thing, he was like, you know, she just faced so much adversity, and I feel like I did too. I'm like, bro, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that's, <laughs> it's a no for me, that's a bruh. It's a it's scenario. a stretch. Yeah, it's a yeah. This is stretch. I plead the fifth. I don't know. <laughs> no comment. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, what's some of the craziest tattoos you see, and then you're like, oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, one one story. I think we actually didn't even get to cover this earlier, but one crazy story that I had. Uh, this is the one thing that I will absolutely refuse to do. Uh, and I'll make this as quick as possible. But uh, I won't do anything racist at all oh, yeah. uh, or anything that's like racist sexist homophobic anything like that anything like, is totally against, towards yeah, any exactly, group exactly. Uh, this guy came in nonchalantly was just like hey I want to get something done that nobody will do for me I was like okay like what does he want and he starts to describe he's like it's it's pretty morbid and I was like okay like I'm, I'm thinking just like gory whatever he's like I want a tree going up my torso like my whole torso I was like okay what the fuck like and he was like but this is where it gets interesting I want people hanging from it. And I was like, I'm I'm kind of oblivious. Things go right over my head, so I wasn't picking up what he was laying down. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, you want people hanging from a tree? And he like, was like, you, but you were thinking playing in the tree type uh, shit. Or no, I thought I thought like just like nooses. Oh like, yeah, yeah, Just yeah. like people hanging okay, themselves. Okay. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and then he was like, but it's got to be a certain type of people. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, it has to be black people. And oh. I was like, nope, absolutely not. Yeah. I don't care how not. much money I would have made on that. I was like, nope not happening did he give did he argue with you on it or i was uh, he was understanding because i was like the 10th person that told him no yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why would you even want just a fucking racist gaston county what piece of shit fuck? yep couldn't do it god damn that's so it's so wild that i'll that's cover up so... racist tattoos like oh, if some, different. yeah if that's somebody changes their mind and they're like wanting to get some shit covered up because of their fucking stupid past like i'm all for that i'll cover it up but Putting it on somebody. That's so wild, bro. Yeah, not going to happen. It's so crazy that, like, because racism is so much more prominent in the South than it is up north. I can tell you that from experience. Oh, yeah. It's so crazy how you could just be, like, in Walmart, and there's someone, someone, he could have got that done by somebody, and you you could be in front of this guy at, like, Walmart or some shit, and you wouldn't even know. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy. And you know what I mean? And then he goes and tells his other racist buddies or whatever, and then next thing you know, I'm fucking tattooing the clan. Yeah, like, like I would never, I would never attach my name to something like that. Yeah, that's so crazy, and especially like, cause like we're younger, we're younger, obviously. Um, it was this dude older, dude. Yeah, yeah I'd say as mid thirties. Oh, that's that's even younger than I was thinking. Yeah, I was like thinking mid, mid to late forties or thirties. God so. damn! But obviously, like, my friend group is so fucking mixed, and like I'm sure a lot of people's friend groups now are are mixed, where you got like. You know what I mean? Equally amounts black kids, white kids, Spanish kids, Asian kids, and shit like that. So it's just like, it's just I don't know. It blows me away that people still think like yeah, that, man. Like Especially my whole life, I've never understood it. I've never understood homophobia. I used to be religious growing up. I was religious. Mm-hmm. Even then, I was like, nah. Like God loves everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like just because someone's gay doesn't mean they're gonna go to hell. That's what I was taught. I didn't believe that. Yeah. I I, I just don't I don't see like, I don't I don't see how people can think so like 
prejudice in any any type of way. It's I don't get never it either, man. I do not get it either. But I guess you get like in, in the South, it's more spread out. There's a lot more like pockets, I guess, mm-hmm. instead of just like. And then on the North, everything's stacked on top of each other. Yeah, everything is on top of each other. Like everybody lives pretty in close proximity. That's one of the reasons why me and my old boss uh, butt heads so much, and why one of the reasons why I don't want to work there or didn't want to work there anymore was because he was that type of person. Nah. Not so much on I the can't. racist side, but just, like, extremely homophobic, extremely fucking just, like, just... No, doesn't, like, hate races, but, like, he's kind of... He gives... Has, yeah. He follows just, the stigmas a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just, like, I wasn't comfortable with it because he didn't used to be like that. It's He found God or whatever and then just, like, totally changed his perception on everything, and it was very annoying. That's one thing, and... I, I have no problem with religion at all. By any means do I have any problem with religion. Yeah, me neither. I I'm atheist. I have friends who are who are Catholic and go to church every Sunday and they, they know my beliefs, I respect theirs. We just don't yeah. we don't talk about it. You know what I mean? If they talk about God or something to me, I'm not gonna be like, nah bro, don't yeah. I'm not I'm not like that. Uh, that you know that's how I, mean? I was when I was like a teenager, like, oh fuck you, like hell Satan, even though I'm an atheist. Like, <laughs> well like I I was an atheist. I don't consider myself an atheist anymore though. <clears throat> um if anything, like I'm more spiritual now. Like I believe in a God, but like it's not like the God that most people think of. It's like I feel like all religions are Yeah. This is also a long story, but yeah, like like all religions are right. There's one God. What I believe that God is is the universe. Essentially, we were all born from the universe. Long story short. Mm. So that's why, like, I don't pray, but I just like put those positive thoughts out there, and just kind of go based off that. But at the same time, like, I can call myself atheist, but at the end of the day, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? None of us do. We don't know until we die. We don't. We don't. But fucking. And again, I forget where I was going with the whole atheist thing. I respect other people's religions and fucking oh yeah, like again I have friends who are religious but like I see some down south bro some of the craziest religious people, like it's crazy yeah like like I'm talking like Westboro Baptist motherfuckers yeah like bruh like I, I can't people who scare the, me those yo. are the ones that I can't stand like people who scare me like I'm literally just scared to be around you bro <laughs> yeah. some weird shit <laughs> like yeah fuck all that like anybody who's like an elitist like I don't like the elitist mentality for anything it's just it's too cocky it's too like I don't know just not about it yeah I don't like those motherfuckers that knock on my door trying to get me out of church oh yeah I'm honest yeah, at all times you be like bro I'm gonna be honest with you I don't believe in none of this just please don't come to my door yeah <laughs> a lot of times it's like alright alright all yeah right. I've never had to slam doors in somebody's face but like living up north bro like I had never had no people come to my door and try to get me to church down Welcome south to it's the Bible happened belt. like five <laughs> fucking times and I'm just like I, and I, I can't even, I can't be mean to people. I have a hard time being mean to people like, same dude I remember there was this one time bro I was on the couch yo yeah, I was stoned as a bitch. I was actually smoking a blunt on my couch playing. I forgot what the fuck I was playing. I think I was playing my Switch because I just got this shit. Um, and this dude, I was pissed, bro. Because I, I have a sign on my mailbox. I did this specifically because I kept getting shit. Mm-hmm. Like, even just, not even just religious shit. People want come to your door wanted to offer you some service or wanted you to buy something. I had some girl tell me she needed money for cigarettes was trying to sell me like an electronic picture frame for like ten dollars. Like she's like, I live up the street. I'm like, you just going door to door. <laughs> like so I put that sign up 
And I was pissed, bro. I go out there, but dude was with his daughter, so I calmed down like right away. Mm-hmm. He's a little girl. I'm like, yo, I can't turn off on this dude right now. But I don't know, bro. Shit, shit is. Yeah, shit is, I, I, I'm the same way. Like churches everywhere too. Say what? There's oh yeah, yeah, everywhere down that, here. That's why, like, in the area I live, you can't even have like tattoo shops because, like, they have restrictions where it can't be like close to a church or a fucking whatever. And there's a church on it's like Starbucks, but worse. Yeah. God damn. It really, it really is like in like some of like some of the like most ornate churches like I've seen like big beautiful all the mega seen, churches and all that church, shit. I seen this one church. I don't know. I think it was down here. But it was a shit. The whole shit was like made of glass. I was like, what the hell? In Pineville? Maybe. Is it like, like pink glass? No. Oh, okay. Maybe if the sun hits it right. Yeah. I don't know, but it was like all glass. You know, I think I know what you're talking what about. What the fuck happens? You don't got to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's just, I don't know. Shit just ass backwards to me. Like, no. Not all religion, like obviously, like there are a lot, like a lot of newer religious people are more tolerant of shit. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I see some religious people that like can't have like <coughs> my my boy's girl, um, her mom. And I'm not gonna drop names. I know they're watching this, so they might get a chuckle. But um, oh, camera died. Sorry guys, but we're still going. We got the audio. Rip. But um. Yeah, her fucking mom, she got one tattoo. And they went they went back to her mom's house. She got her first tattoo right on her forearm. It was like a little like compass rose type shit. It wasn't even the full compass, it was just more like the directional part. Um and she was just like she's super religious. She freaked out. She's like, What are you turning my daughter into? <laughs> it's like it's just, it was crazy as shit, man. It's a story to hear. Oh yeah. How like and she's like <laughs> Uber religious. Yeah. So it was like, God damn. <clears throat> yeah, the, I don't know. Just like like I said, I grew up with that lifestyle and stuff, but like I went to so many different types of churches and stuff that I never really like stuck to one. Uh, Like I've been to fucking Methodist, Baptist, yeah. you name it, Pentecostal. That's the weirdest one. Yeah, actually, like I got baptized and shit. Like, so, like, yeah, my yeah family, I feel like my, everyone did. My family is, um, what's the city? So Roman Catholic. Okay. Um. So I ended up getting I ended up getting baptized. My whole family went to Sunday school. But like after my mom, my mom was like, "I'm not gonna make you do none of that." <laughs> so I never went to church or anything like that. Thank God. Yeah. I got out of that. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. Maybe I would have liked it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last church I went to was Pentecostal, and that's the one where they're like speaking in tongues and shit. Oh jeez. That's what kind of got me questioning because like every I went to a youth camp and like everybody was like speaking in tongues like it was like an auditorium filled with people just like like just fucking jibber jabber and like I I remember just praying my fucking heart out to be able to do it too. I wanted to fit in. Like, you know, you're in a setting like that, you want to fit in with everyone. <clears throat> and I sat there prayed my fucking heart out to be able to speak in tongues and it didn't come to me. And I was like that's kind of got me thinking. I was like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know about this shit. <laughs> but I, I never denounced it. I didn't denounce it till I was uh, 17. And uh, <laughs> funny story with that, too. It was a drunken night. I'd been questioning it for a while, and I got really hammered, and I started puking everywhere. And I cried, and I told my best friend, Austin, I mentioned him earlier, the tattoo artist. Uh, yep. We got drunk together, cried together, and I denounced God that night. And I was like, if God was real, he wouldn't let me throw up. 
<laughs> and then he asked me the next day, he was like, so you really don't believe in God or were you just drunk? I was like, nah, I don't really believe in God anymore. Like, yeah. I was being stupid last night or whatever, but yeah, like, or I, I, that's when I denounced I Christianity. Know. I never believed it. Never at one point. when I, The first time someone told me like a Bible story or something when I was a kid, I was like, no. I'm not with nah. <laughs> Yeah, once I like but, grew um, up and was able to think for myself, like I, you know, but when it's pushed in your head as like a baby, yeah, praying every night and so on and so forth, you, like, think you don't know any better. In the south, it's like a lot of these people that it's like that. Like they yeah. grew up like that. You know what I mean? Like exactly. this, that's why they're homophobic. That's why they're racist. It was just the, these and little like, pockets. They in their mind, like they think their intentions are good. Yeah, they don't really realize like the harm that they're actually doing to not these at people. All. And that's why, like, I always did my. I even when I was religious, I still thought for myself. I was like, I was like, nah, like I don't care what the fucking Bible says or what my preacher says. Like, I don't like, like the Bible also says God loves everybody. So if you're if you're gay, if you're trans, if you're whatever, like I, I always felt like there was a place in heaven for those people. Mm-hmm. At the time, of course. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know if there's an afterlife now. You know, it goes back to, to me the pers- whole, like yeah, yeah like to I, me personally, I, don't I think you once you clock out, you clock out. Yeah, like that's and, why I'm even scared <clears throat> of death, honestly. Yeah. Like well, and even like uh, you know, the whole energy thing, like like I I don't think that it's conscious. See, that's 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 where I that's kind of like where I am atheist, bro. But it's like. That's kind of where, where I say I don't know because I yeah. definitely do believe in like, like we obviously you can feel when someone's watching you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can feel when someone's upset or when there's a tense moment. Like you yeah. can feel yeah, that in the room. It. Like there's something there beyond just yeah, flesh and you bones. Walk, you walk into a, a negative filled room, it's going to, you know, you're going to pick up on that energy. Yeah. Like it is what it is. That's what you can tell when people's behind you. Like so on and so forth so like like that's why i don't don't necessarily think that it's like a fucking thing that's conscious when you die but like your energy has to go somewhere yeah like the whole thing that peep said like uh you know energy doesn't die like that's that's true like you can't kill off energy like so i just feel like that it's might not be conscious you don't go to heaven or i definitely don't believe in hell i don't think that there's a hell but Who knows? We'll figure it out I eventually. Guess we will figure it out. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, later than sooner. <laughs> but yeah, yeah man. I'm not depressed and sad anymore. I want to keep living. Yeah, I am. I no want to watch my kids grow. A depressed, sad teenager. Yeah, I am happy. I still get depressed, old, but like, I, I, everybody I, does. Yeah, like you're I, not I, human I, if you don't get depressed. Exactly. If someone says oh, I don't get upset, I don't believe you. Bro. I, I I still have real bad anxiety too. Like I take med- that my alarm that went off earlier. That, that's that's my medicine alarm. I had to take some, uh, take my medicine. So, I feel you. Camera's Yo, not even on, and I'm pointing the, at the camera. But yeah, the, <laughs> if you saw me take something, it was it wasn't any I think kind the of camera party was, drug. It was I think the camera was on when you when you did reach that. I knew you were taking some medication. I didn't think you were popping no part. No, 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 like that, no. Dude. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's I got the alarm for it. I take it at a certain time every day. It's just uh, it's boost bar. Do you feel like it helps because? I have severe anxiety too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that I I do deal with severe anxiety. It's been a lot better since I moved out of the north into the south because mm-hmm. I had a lot of a lot of bad shit going on up there. I was going not really I wouldn't say going down a bad path, but it was getting sticky. Um Yeah. But like I moved down here my anxiety felt better, but the, the doctors up north they kept trying to put me on some pills for it and I'm just like, Nah, 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 I don't need it. I just smoke weed. I smoke Halloween. Yeah. And it, it relieves my anxiety right away. Yeah. So do you yeah, find it, the pills it, help or it, <clears throat> they my doctors tried to put me on all types of shit, all different types of SSRIs, uh, antidepressants, like 
uh, benzos, you name it. Yeah. Um, and like I did take the benzos for a little bit, took clonopin. I never took more than a quarter at a time. Uh, so like, like I, I'm anti-pharmaceutical. Like I, just weed. Weed is like godsend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but um, the medicine that I'm taking now, which I took uh, at that time, was uh, it's called Boost Bar, and it's just for anxiety. It's not a benzo. So you don't get all these like weird side effects and stuff like that. Um, I think it helps for me, but everyone's brain chemistry is different. Yeah. Because like a lot of people I know that has taken Boost Bar told me that it didn't do shit for them. They said it might as well have been a sugar pill. For me, I I feel like it helps. It might be placebo. It might not be, but it helps me. Hey, whatever. I mean, it could be mental. Th- you never know. Yeah. But whatever it works, it works. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what I mean? But um, that's another argument I want to have with some ultra-religious people who are against marijuana. I'm like, yo, isn't there some... <laughs> yeah, that's talk about some plant in the Bible that... What, isn't there some reference to something... Every in the, bearing seed. Like, a, a, like, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's basically like every earth-bearing seed use it to its potential type shit or whatever. So what else are you going to use a fucking weed seed for? What else are you going to use? Shit. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> like, there's no other use for it. I mean, there's plenty of use for hemp, but... Hemp and weed is kind of two different things at yeah. this day and age. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. We definitely need to get more on the hemp thing. America need, definitely needs to get more on the hemp thing and just being environmentally friendly Which, at all. Which, shout out to CBD because CBD is fucking awesome for anxiety too. I've never actually had... I've, I've seen the whole CBD thing popping up. I actually almost picked up some of them CBD candies. But I'm Do like, it. Try it. Yeah? Yeah. You'll love it. Do you, like, you don't feel anything. Like, like you don't get high from it. But no, like what? If you get high from it, then it's not CBD. Yeah, it's some other. <laughs> it's, shit. it's basically weed that doesn't work. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I remember I was, I remember I was um, I walked in some smoke shop and there was these jars of weed on the counter. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, it's CBD weed, duh, 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 don't get you high. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's lame. <laughs> but actually, I don't know. I've never tried CBD. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, the pre rolls are fire. I love the pre rolls. It just calms like, you down. Yeah, just chills you out and makes just mellows you out. Fucking, that's it. It's just like weed without. You get all high. all the effects of like smoking weed without getting high. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to give it a try maybe sometime. There's Fuck also it. the oils that you can take under your tongue. All that shit. I like it. That's what's up. I'm glad they're it's it's a step forward, at least the legalization. Oh yeah. We'll we'll be there in the next couple of years, I think. Yeah, the North North, the North is on that shit. The yep. North is on that shit. Down here in the south, hopefully we'll catch up. We'll catch up. But fuck you, yeah, we've been on this shit for almost two hours. Um <laughs> this interview's probably about an hour and a half long. But shit. Uh let's wrap this up. Uh you got anything else you want to touch base on? Uh Nah, I think we pretty much covered. Yeah, we covered a shit ton. Yeah, and 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 I just keep looking at the camera; it's not even on. <laughs> <laughs> we covered a shit ton and more. Um, where can they find you on social media, SoundCloud, all that shit? Where can they get at you? Your music. Uh, I like to keep it simple. Just at Torchface on everything. Um, as far as music goes, uh, Twitter, Instagram, just at Torchface. The A is a V, uh, in face. So, um. Yeah, do that for that. And then same thing if you want to check out tattoos. It's Torchface Tattooer. Uh, also, V for the A. Gotcha. And then go follow me on Instagram, at Bobby D on the beat, B-O-B-B-Y-D. Two E's on the beat. And then at on Twitter, at Bobby D 603 Won't let me put on the beat because, again, Twitter's a hoe. <laughs> and, again, Cult Classic on IG, at K-U-L-T Classic Official. And... 
on Twitter at KULT Classic OFF and the website KULT Classic Official.com. Check us out. We got clothing. Um, I almost said clothing and merch, the same goddamn thing. <laughs> um, we got clothing. We got we do the interviews, fucking shows. Yeah, man, check us out. Shouts to Torchface, bro. Thank you for letting me do this. As you guys have been able to tell from watching this, this is another interview we're not doing in the home studio. Uh, first interview in the tattoo shop. So that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for having me, bro. Um, it's just for been bad fun. Uh, if you listened this far, shout out to you, the fucking goat. Uh, let me know. Um, <laughs> and yeah, man, that's it. Thank you for watching. The camera's not on. I just looked at it again. <laughs> Smash that fucking subscribe button. Smash that fucking subscribe button on YouTube, bro. Please <laughs> smash that subscribe button. And go listen Annihilate to the like button. Annihilate the like button. <laughs> fucking pwn the share button, bro. <laughs> fucking <laughs> all that shit. And if you're on Spotify, Apple Music with it, bro, leave us a good review. Tell us, you, tell, tell your friends about us because the more we spread, the more we can do dope shit like interview Torchface. So, get hit, bro. That's it. Do it. Uh, Torchface says do it. <laughs> so, do it. <laughs> shouts to Torchface. Shouts to Grim. Shouts to, shouts to everybody we just named in this whole interview. Uh, and that's a wrap, bro. I'm going to keep I keep talking. Or, so, I'm going to end this. I can talk all day. But, peace. Peace. All right. Shit. That was probably...